Hi, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the June 5th episode of the podcast Catechism with Father Neil. Today we'll be looking at numbers 1214 through 1216 of the Catechism. 1. What is the sacrament called? 1214. The sacrament is called baptism, after the central rite by which it is, car- by which it is carried out. To baptize, in Greek baptizin, means to plunge or immerse. The plunge into water symbolizes the catechumen's burial into Christ's death, from which he rises up by resurrection with him as a new creature. 1215. This sacrament is also called the washing of regeneration and renewal by the Holy Spirit, for it signifies and actually brings about the birth of water, and the spirit without which no one can enter the kingdom of God. 12.16 This bath is called enlightenment, because those who receive this catechetical instruction are enlightened in their understanding, having received in baptism the word, the true light that enlightens every man, the person baptised has been enlightened, has become a son of light, indeed he becomes light himself. Baptism is God's most beautiful and magnificent gift. We call it gift, grace, anointing, enlightenment, garment of immortality, bath of rebirth, seal and most precious gift. It is called gift because it is conferred on those who bring nothing of their own, grace since it is given even to the guilty, baptism because sin is buried in the water, anointing for it is priestly and royal, as are those who are anointed, enlightenment, because it radiates light, clothing since it veils our shame, bath because it washes, and seal as it is our guard, and the sign of God's lordship. Okay, so we're beginning to look at the sacrament of baptism, and uh, it's important to see that uh, this, uh, this word has a meaning. Again, today the word baptism means the... Um, means the uh, actual uh, ceremony is what we understand by baptism. But the Greek word is, as all the words that we have in the in the church, the word has an origin. And many times the origins of these words aren't, I suppose, what we call, considered to be particularly holy. So, uh, again, the word baptism basically means to plunge or immerse. Or if you wanted to have a more um, normal word, the word to dunk as in Dunkin' Donuts, I'm afraid that's the word that baptism would be uh, in its original uh, meaning, to be plunged into the water. So this is what um, this is what the the, the this is what the, um, the, the 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 sacrament is called after. The main rite in baptism is the rite of the water, the rite of being regenerated in the water. Then it has other traditional names. Um, again, we'll we'll get to uh, we'll get to the name of. Um, of christening in a couple of days' time because it's not one of the um, traditional names, theological names for the sacrament. But there's the washing of regeneration and renewal uh, and enlightenment are the other two. Uh, this washing of regeneration and renewal and enlightenment are the two other aspects of it that they're look concentrating more on what baptism does. It regenerates and renews us by the Holy Spirit. That this is what it's about. It's not about just going in to get, take a bath because you're dirty 
or uh, getting refreshed. If it's a hot day, you go into the water and you can be refreshed. It's not this. It's about being regenerated, renewed by the Holy Spirit. And then this, uh, this idea of enlightenment, that we become enlightened, that somebody who is baptized is somebody who is able to see, that has been illuminated, that is able to discern what is happening in the world. That, in a sense, many of us tend to be spiritually blind, not to understand spiritually what's happening. That many people can't see what the purpose in life, they can't see what's happening, they can't see, um, you know, they can't see what's happening. They have their own ideas, and that's all that makes sense to them. And the problem is that many times they uh, they, they they forget about it, and they 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 don't know what's happening in the world. And so in baptism, we're invited as Christians to be enlightened, to see that the world makes sense. That even if we can't understand it, to be able to discern God in the world, to be able to discern, to discern God in our lives. We can have very nice plans, but God knows what the world needs. God knows what you need, what I need, and God will bring us along his way. And the person who is baptized, the person who is living their baptism, again, there's a difference, obviously, between being baptized and living it, because the sacrament is given to us, and but we need to nurture it, we need to, to feed it, we need to allow it to grow. The sacrament, in a sense, is like a seed, and if we keep it as a tiny acorn, yes, it's there, yes, it's real, yes, it's valid, but it doesn't uh, do so much for us. But instead of the tiny acorn, we allow it to grow into a mighty oak tree, then it can do an awful lot, then it can be very powerful. And so if we allow our baptisms to grow, to flourish, then we can be enlightened, then we can have this new nature, then we can have this new regeneration, uh, this renewal, and also we can have this enlightenment to be able to see what's happening in the world, to be able to understand things. This is why, in a sense, the saints are able to uh, be very close to God and to understand what he's doing in each generation. The saints have this prophetic role because they live their baptism well, they can understand God's uh, footsteps, his uh, passage, his footprints in, in the world, and lead people to him. And this is what our baptism wants to give each one of us. So again, this is a, a little bit on the meaning of the word baptism, which means, as I said before, more than anything, to dunk in the water, to be submerged in the water. And uh, tomorrow we'll continue, and tomorrow we'll look at numbers... 1217 to 1228. God bless.